Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And as the team and I have opted into rest and have not produced any new episodes for you this week, we are, however, going to give you the final installment of my interview with Cassandra Dunbar on the Be Well Sis podcast. So enjoy and we will see you next week. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's real. Um, when we talk about manifestation, we don't realize like people are like looking like, how do I manifest? And, you know, reading books about how do I manifest? There's so much power in our tongue and what we think. So yes. we create our world, like you just said, for sure. Um, one of the things that my husband says frequently is um, we're the adults now because sometimes like my oldest will ask us questions and I'm just like, I don't know, this is the way we do it, but we don't have to do it this way. And he's, and he'll be like, we're the adults now. So we can make our own rules. Like it's our home. We can make our own rules. So with that, it's our own lives. Like we have ownership for how we live our lives, you know? Um, and to really embrace that will really bring us the ease, the joy and all of those things um, that may have been missing earlier on. And connect, yes, to all of that and connect back to the fact of like how we honor our ancestors. Like that's the thing I think about too, you know, I, you know, get almost really emotional when I think about my grandmother and I think about my mother and I think about the lineage of women before me who worked terribly hard, terribly, terribly hard to give me the life I have now. And it's like, what am I doing with that gift? Yeah, they they would not even. And I mean, we understand that certain of our parents are in different stages of healing and unhealed that couldn't have this conversation. But I do believe at the bottom of most people, not everyone, that they want better for their kids than they had for themselves. Even if they can't say it, even if they don't behave in agreement or accordance with that, most people want that. And so it's like in a way to honor them, I try to live my best life for the life that my mother couldn't have. But my mother is like radically enjoying it now. She's a very joyful person. I want to be clear about that. But for the life that she couldn't have at my age, Mm -hmm. right? And for the life that my grandmother for sure did not have, at my age, right? And her mother before that, like in that lineage. And I think that we've gotten away from, yes, our lineage, if you are African-American and even in the diaspora is, has pain in it and has significant amounts of trauma, but we discount the joy that like, mm-hmm. actually what's in our DNA is joy. Yes. Is that the African tradition is a joyful tradition, the colors, the scents, the sounds, the ease to a degree, right? It's the disruption by colonialism that has made it different, right? But really, we're joyful people. Listen to our music. Like, if you just want to know what joy looks like, listen mm-hmm. to some of our music. And so it's like, for me, it's like to honor both myself and my ancestors, I need to express the joy that's in me, that is in my DNA and is my actual birthright as a way to honor them. Other, otherwise, what is it all for? 
Like, what could this be? And what was the point of their sacrifices if that is how, you know, would, and I don't mean to be like too deep on this, but like, would the slaves want to see us hustle culturing? Like y'all got free and you got five jobs. Are you serious right now? Are you, you're worse than, you might be even worse than us because we didn't have a choice. Like, how are you imprisoning yourself this way? And I don't want to minimize that people have struggles and finances and things that they may need to do that. I don't want to like gloss over people's pain and realities. But I do want to say that there are some of us who have freedom. We've been blessed. We're okay. We have good lives. It's not too terrible. It's not perfect. And yet we, we continue to hustle on top of hustle. And it's like, who, I can't even imagine the opportunity that someone in our ancestor, ancestral line would, would just literally give everything for, to sit on the couch and just be, or to smile with their family. And here we are being like, I got to be on my phone. I got to, you know, make a deal. I got to do this thing. You know, I got to be a high value person. Like it, it's absurd. Like the honoring of our ancestors is to pursue a path of ease, as you say, which I agree with and of joy. Like that's actually what they want from us as a culture. And we need to honor that. Hello. Oh, you are speaking to me like my soul is so happy right now. Absolutely. (laughs) And it makes you think about um, Black girl luxury. I used to love the concept when it first started. I'm just like, yes, I love seeing this. But now I think it's changing something else. Now it's like the pursuits of like luxury goods and not necessarily the luxury of just being. And it's like, all right, so now... If you look online, it will look like everybody makes half a million dollars a year, right? Um, Especially in Black girl luxury. Like everybody is supposedly like very rich. Um, But that's not the case. So I know that people are hustling hard to have those labels and to have those fancy vacations constantly. Um, And it's just, I think it's painting the wrong picture. Like, that's not what luxury is. And going back to what you were saying about our ancestors, I think they wanted the luxury to just be, to just wake up one day and not have to like toil outside in in the sun, to wake up one day and to like be with their family and their friends to dance, to laugh, to sing, you know, all of those things. I think that is what luxury truly is and not necessarily the Chanel's and all those things, which is, if that's your thing, that's fine too. But the pursuit of it, like, are you working like 14 hours a day to get that Chanel? Then for me, it's no longer luxury because you had to, you know. um, It's a prison. for that. Right. It's a, right. It becomes your own prison, your own kind of financial enslavement, which mm-hmm. a lot of people do. And again, I think it's it's another exercise in like being cynical and not thinking of the brighter side of life. It's cynical to say, I can't have joy, so I will have Chanel. Mm-hmm. And again, to be clear, that doesn't mean that you can't have a Chanel bag and love right. it. But when the trade-off is, I'm going to work 15 hours to have this bag There's something very cynical about that. That's saying that what I really want isn't the Chanel bag and not to, you know, beat up on Chanel, any luxury good. (laughs) Right. Because I mean, Mm -hmm. if anyone wants to give me a Chanel bag, I'll take it. Like, let me not say to be clear, (laughs) to be clear. (laughs) I'm not going to turn that down. But what I'm saying is like luxury goods and obsessions with having them at a personal cost is you saying to yourself, I can't have what really is associated with that luxury good which is comfort or, you know, beauty or those things, abundance. It it may look like I have abundance because I have Mm -hmm. this particular luxury good. It's saying I can't actually have that really. So I'm going to trade that off for this thing Mm -hmm. because I can't have it. 
It's like, yeah. you know, cause I can't have this, I'm going to trade it off. And so that mindset to me, again, it's, it's cynical. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. you can have that. And that's not a, a company that could be with luxury goods. It could mm-hmm. be with nothing. It could be none mm-hmm. of those things that like beauty and those abundance and comfort is something you can create internally and in your world at any moment you want. It's not dependent on hustling or yeah. fighting or pushing and not the opposite of ease to have a thing. Right. It just to me, it it feels very much like we've we some of us and sometimes even I'm in that we lose sight of that. For sure. For sure. And I think also it's just part of our society. Our society is like uh, very much like creates desire. And then we get on that hamster wheel to get that thing. And then there's another thing that we want. Get back on that wheel. So I think it's part of the culture. So it really it takes lots of intention to divest from that. Um, yes, for sure. Yeah. And and even myself, I, I was thinking about that, like the always wanting the next thing, like what's the next thing for, you know, um, just thinking about like my house. I'm just like, do we need to get a bigger house for what? I have these two kids. That's it. Like <laughs> shop is closed. Like, you know, we're, we're OK. We don't need a bigger for what, you know, and I think it's part of our culture to want more. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day, or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched to a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com burnout. What if 2024, you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. 
I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com bgb. Get 50% off at babbel.com bgb, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash B-G-B. Rules and restrictions may apply. And more of the wrong things, right? Like I just, I just had this conversation with myself too, where I was thinking like, I'm actually downsizing my life and I'm being like, you know, and it's not because things are times are tough or it's like, oh, it's this or, you know, homelessness It is an intentional choice because I, and it's, and the, it may seem like counterintuitive or ironic that it's like, I want a life of abundance, therefore I'm downsizing. But it is that. It's like I, mm-hmm. it's reframing what is important to me. And yes. that oftentimes when we do these kinds of things of like going, stretching ourselves, going beyond, it is, uh, again, it's that cynicism, but it's also like scarcity mindset. It's like the fact that if I don't have the biggest house in the block, well, what does that say about me? Right. Or is that say that I made it? Or what if I never have an opportunity? opportunity again. And instead, you know, I'm adopting the, the belief system that like, there is always more for me, you know, like my affirmation daily is like, there's more and more and still more that doesn't end. And so because of that, why wouldn't I not just cut down some funds? Cause I I'm bougie. And I like, like I said, I'm not trying to beat up on nobody. Cause I like certain things that I like. Right. Right. But it's like, I know that there's more waiting for me, more of what I really want, which like you is ease. Mm-hmm. It's community. It's peace. And that is, that's the trade-off, but it's a beautiful one because getting stuck mm-hmm. in like, well, now I've made this much money. I need this car. I need to reflect that. It keeps you trapped from actually enjoying that's an abundance. You don't get to enjoy it because you're busy thinking, well, how am I going to get this payment? We're in a recession, yes. whatever that mentality is, because that's always shifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it goes back to your point that that you need to reframe what does success mean to you? Like it's for me, I had to do this um, this exercise over like a year before last. I had to think. What do I really want? A lot of us were told what success looks like, either from our parents or from TV and the media. But I'm just like, no, what do I really want for my life? What does success mean for me? And then go about living my life for to get that thing, you know, or to attain that success. Um, so I think that's what you have been been doing. Like, what does success look like for you? Well, I want to have a bunch in A, B, C and D. And, and that's yeah. what we all should do. And it varies. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like it. Mm-hmm. what my success and the problem is, like you were saying, it's like getting caught up in like commercialism and buying a mm-hmm. thing is that you're going you're buying into someone else's standard of what success is. And it, right. sometimes that may be yours. Again, that's fine if it's yours and it's true, mm-hmm. then go do it and be happy. Mm-hmm. But it varies. What my mm-hmm. life looks like doesn't need to be what your look, life looks like if we're both right. happy. And we're not harming anybody like that's fine. You get we get to choose. And again, it's back to that whole thing of we have choices. We're empowered. We're not 
we're not stuck. We're not in any way enslaved mentally. We get to choose the life we want. We just need to know that we can opt out of the track that people put us on because they'll put you on a track. Like we're happy for you to grind yourself while other people are on the beach chilling. You know, that's fine. You do whatever you want, right? We're happy to do that, that you can choose something different, that you can opt out of that kind of lifestyle and opt into the one you choose at however that looks and feel empowered to do that. Yes. This, this um, spring I'm getting chickens that for me, if I can, if the chickens can survive (laughs) and uh, give me some eggs, I will feel successful in a, in a garden, year round garden. But I love that. five years ago, that would not be me. Like I look at myself and I'm just like, who is this person? She's, <laughs> she's kind of quirky, but I, I, I dig her. Like this is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> she's happy. She's out here with she's a chicken. Yes, she is happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this was really, really good. I, before we wrap up, I really want to get into Black Girl Burnout. What inspired Black Girl Burnout? And give us the overview of what it is about. <laughs> yeah, so I'll start with what the overview of what it's about, and then I'll tell you what inspired it. Is that I, the Black Girl Burnout basically is this, it's like a short kind of micro podcast three times a week where the goal is, is to provide folks with this concept of like the opt out, like you can opt out of the things that that's interrupt your healing and, and harm you and what you can opt into. And the belief that historically and culturally we've been fed lies, historically we've been fed lies. And then culturally we've re, we've re, like told the lies to each other that women and particularly black women, their life is one of of struggle and, and, and hustle and not one that, which it truly is, which ties back to your theme about honoring our ancestors, which I really believe our birthright and our legacy and inheritance, whatever word you want to use is joy, is beauty, is like this abundance, is community. Those are the things that we actually inherited, not this struggle, everything's hard kind of mentality. So the podcast is foundationally about how do you opt out of that and how you can opt into what your true inheritance is. And so, and there's always like a practice, like a mini mindset shifting, like something for you to consider today, how you can opt out in the smallest way by like, like I said, drinking a glass of water is an opt out. Like I'm opting out of being dehydrated. And I'm opting into feeling moisturized and my skin glowing because I drank some water, right? Like in (laughs) small ways. So that is the the crux of the podcast. And it came out of the fact that I was having a lot of conversations. One, I had had another podcast. It's okay, mom. Thanks for listening to that one. Um, I'd had another podcast, my one, my one listener. I had another podcast where I had an episode called Black Girl Burned Out. And I talked about like my, that I felt like black women had a unique type of burnout. And part of that was rooted in the fact that I kept having conversations with these beautiful, wonderful black women in my life. And there was a running threat of struggle, of mm-hmm. being uh, being like difficult career-wise. We're all complaining about our careers, rightfully so. We're mm-hmm. all, you know, kind of struggling in our personal lives. We're all struggling with some aspect of maybe health or mental health, right, mm-hmm. issues. And the conversation was a lot about how we're resilient in the face of struggle, which is wonderful. But it's like, what if we could take it a step further? And we could just not be in struggle. What if we could just be in celebration and uplifting each other, which I think black women do better than just about anybody, but without the other piece of struggle. And it was out of that that I kind of felt compelled to one, tell about my own journey to that because I have been burned out. I have done all the things uh, that didn't work. And to say that like we're on this journey together, 
Like let's form a community that helps each other make these healthy choices of opting out each and every day in small ways. And I'm like beside you on that journey, right? I'm not, I'm not ahead of you. I'm not the, like the guru coming, you know, telling you, oh, this is what works. I'm like, Hey, this is where I failed. Let's try to opt out of this together. And let's do this as a community practice. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. So brilliant. Um, Kelly, this was really, really good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I will include where we can find her. Of course, the podcast down in the show notes um, as well. So it's been wonderful (laughs) chatting with you. It has been something that's been on my mind and my heart to talk with you and be on this incredible, phenomenal podcast. So thank you for having me. that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't subscribe and follow the podcast, we're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly Give me and the team so much energy, and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other.